South Road, boys. No, I don't like that opening. What'd you do that for? I don't know. It's, it's like you just you're starting to try too hard. I'm a try hard. Is yeah, that what you're saying? Pretty much. Every week you try and open it in a different way. Yep. I mean, most people, okay, the experts. The like guys real who, podcasts? No, I'm not even talking podcasts. Even uh, people who do, say, tonight shows, that kind of thing. Yep. They'll normally open the same way with the same energy, the same gusto. You try and change it up every week, and that one was fucking lame. <laughs> do you want me to start again? Do another one. All right. And welcome to the South Road Boys. Oh, hello, mate. Hello, mate. That's How a are much you? better opening. <laughs> I'm glad you like my opening. <laughs> I love your opening. Yeah, hello. In a gay way. Oh, hello. <laughs> Not even hiding it. Not even hiding it. No. <laughs> Just right there on Front Street. Hello, closet being great being in you. Yeah. Open I'm the out. doors, I'm out. Bang. <sighs> Bang, like Gary Ablett hitting the ground. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Are we going to talk grand final? Well, let's do it. I don't think we need to go on forever because by the time this airs, it's another week after the grand final, so people are kind of, <gasps> footy's done. And geez, guys, you should have been on top of this earlier. But I think we can probably mention a few things. Yes, congratulations also, to the Richmond Football look, Club. Look, well done, Tigers. Yeah. Um, I must admit, I wasn't really intrigued with either of them winning, yeah. Geelong or Richmond. Yes. And that's fine. Two of the people that come to a grand final party. Wore the shirts of the umpires. Did they now? The <laughs> yellow. I found that very funny. They weren't going for either team. But I did say to a few people, look, if they go for those teams, mm. I hope they win for that reason. Yeah, why not? Mind you, for those people who did wear the umpires uniform, uh, it was glad to say they didn't play a significant role in the no, outcome. I thought it was good. Also, I'm just going to do a rookie error. It didn't open the cam for the start of the podcast. Excellent. <sighs> Thanks for our sponsors, uh, Mother Energy Drinks. Mother. <laughs> and we've got sponsors back. I like we've got it. sponsors again. Um, yeah, yeah, no, so well done, Tigers. Uh, great win. It was a great, great game. Great win. Uh, it looked like it was going to be a shit show with the rain at the start. Yeah, but It looked you like know. it was going to be a bad grand final to watch, like just slippy slide the, everywhere. The thing that was a shit show for me was obviously whoever was in charge of pre-game entertainment was going through a bad breakup. <laughs> Was a big a bad breakup, and was a bit fucking emo because they were just sad. They um, I said a similar thing. I had nothing against the artists. No, rock like on. Uh, the guys that did. Uh, I think it was these days. Yeah, Power Finger. It was a cover. Um, Bernard even actually said, "If you want someone to do our song, these are the guys to do it." I believe, unless of course we're not available. Yeah, and they weren't available. So <laughs> yeah. that was basically what they said. Um, and look. It was a great version of the song. It, the energy of the song, though, didn't fit. Or the way they did the song didn't fit a grand final there was escapade of amazement. uplifting about it at all. No. Um, even some of the people in the group we were with said, I just can't work out whether it's a guy or a girl. It's really frustrating me. <laughs> well, it doesn't really matter. And, uh, to me, I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's, they're performing. And uh, the performance was great. It didn't fit the moment. I don't think it did. Mind you, halftime, that changed everything around. I thought that was I actually um upbeat, I didn't fun. see any halftime, but I think Shepard Brown at halftime weren't they? they? Were. And they are they're a pretty upbeat sort of a band. Bit of a dance, yeah. bit of a you know, and shake what, what you your mama gave you. Yeah, make so. everyone feel a bit happy about it. Yeah. And they ripped out the old up there Kazali. Yeah, I mean the fact that people said bring back meatloaf oh. means that they weren't really impressed with the music. No. And look I just, I think you've hit the nail on the head. I don't think the vibe was fitting the occasion. No. Yeah. It's like wearing a life being a t-shirt to a funeral. Like it's just. <laughs> choose life. Yeah, choose life. I mean, it's a good message. Don't get me wrong. But probably not appropriate at the yeah. time. I'm thinking, I'm going to go along to a function or a, not a function, a, a gathering mm. in which we are trying to really get across the light, light across the line, the right to die. Perfect. So if, if you are sick of it, at the point where it is terminal, um, your life is going to be pain. Yep. You should have the choice of doing this, and I'm going to support that. I'm going to go along yep. with my Choose Life shirt on. <laughs> and Lust for Life playing on your, on your Walkman. Oh, brilliant. Lust for Life. <laughs> Lust for Life. You wouldn't do it. Um, in saying that, I didn't watch the other final because I'm not a rugby fan. Mm. Uh, I believe Amy Shark sang In Excess. As didn't, entertainment, didn't say oh, I was going to wonder what that was like because I must admit I don't mind a bit of shark. I think she's alright. Amy shark, do, 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 do. <laughs> Amy shark. Um, uh, I haven't had anyone bag it out. I haven't seen on the socials where they've gone. That was shit. No, I was. Um, but, I only I came late to that party and only joined in just after halftime. 
to see Melbourne with what appeared to be at the time a very unsurpassable lead. Mm. I was wrong. They <laughs> almost snatched defeat out of the jaws of victory. Would have been a great game to watch. It really if was. you like sport, mm. I'm not a follower of any of the rugby's. No, it's not my thing. Um, but I enjoy sport, and I yes. enjoy contest, and I enjoy skill. Yep. Um, all those things that I have in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't keep score. Um, <laughs> I've seen your bedhead, mate. You do. <laughs> but um, what's the abacus for? <laughs> <laughs> abacus. <laughs> My God, that takes me back, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, but I'm a little bit disappointed. That Amy Shark wasn't at the end because it makes sense for a shark to beat the finish. Line, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it? If it was Cronulla playing, maybe. <laughs> you don't know that Cronulla's the Sharks. Cronulla Sharks, I did actually know Oh, that. did you? Yeah. Okay, fair it's enough. It's about as much as I do know. Mm. Mm. So, I know the Broncos too. There you go. There so, you look go. at me Perfect. go. Wow. Mind you, I think for the NRL Grand Final, it would have been a bit more apt to have Stormy Daniels. <laughs> Stormy Daniels. <laughs> With her tell-all about uh, El Trumpo. I think that's being advertised recently oh, as well. Speaking of Trumpo. Hello. Fuck, mate. I watched a little bit of the new debate. Oh, did you? I haven't seen um, I happened to come home and have lunch here at home. Mm-hmm. Just jumped out of work for a bit, come and had some food out at home. And um, it happened to be on, so I jumped on Facebook. I said it's on live, so I jumped on YouTube. Perfect. Watched a bit. It was better than the first one. Doesn't sound like that's hard, though. Uh, no, because I, well, number one, they had a different moderator. Yes. Uh, and both of them said to the moderator who was also female, and I think they were trying to play the, you know, we're, we're really with the ladies kind of card. Inclusive, yeah. Both said that, you know, you're doing a wonderful job moderating. Oh, condescending. Yeah. It was <laughs> oh, operation, kind of, good job. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, she's probably done, you know, 25 years worth of journalism and, <laughs> yeah. and you know. She might know a thing or two. Yeah. Uh, but apparently they did have a mute button on the mics. Oh, that's So they could just shut genius. them down. Yes. And look, it was a little bit better. But the thing that cracked me up, and I saw this and I screenshotted it on my phone so I wouldn't forget about it. Could you see that they were being muted uh, or mooted? There was a, like she a big... really just shut them down quicker. Right. But there were some moments when it looked as though they just shut the mic off and bang, they're on to the next thing. Right. So the so, microphone got turned off and she said, we're moving on. And the person's lips were moving, but you heard no pretty sound. Pretty much. But you see, I didn't see a lot of kind of muting going on, but I think there was that awareness. That, okay, if I kept going on, she's just going to shut me off. And so it brought things back to the play. You don't want to have your microphone turned off. No, you that. But someone said, um, what the fuck? <laughs> Just put the TV on and flicking through the channels, came across the United States presidential debate. Hello. On ABC, ABC HD, ABC News, SBS, 9HD, 7HD, WinHD and Fox Sky News. Since when mm. has a presidential debate in the US ever had multi-bloody screenings on multiple channels and everything across this country. My God, I know that there's interest. Yes. But I don't know. I just think we need to just... I think we can just step back from the Americas just a little bit. It's like we're America's poor cousin a bit. I think we're too too invested. Did we have all those channels at the last debate, uh, the last election? Yeah, Four years ago? I reckon. Maybe not that many, but I mean... it's just that hungry for content. Yeah. And it's either that or the Rona. (laughs) Maybe that's it. Maybe that the rain is just too negative, and that isn't as negative. <laughs> oh, fuck it's if I know. the lesser of two evils. But I just found it amazing that, wow. But and of course, care. it was live on YouTube. But-, but that's the thing. You've got people locked up at home in Victoria. People just want something, anything that's recent and not reruns of The Cosby Show. Yep. Because that's not going to make them feel good. No. <laughs> no matter how wacky those jumpers are that Bill was wearing. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> not out there to Bill. Hope you're doing okay, mate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, look, I don't know. People, look, we're going to have a new, we're going to have uh, either a re-elected or a new president very, very soon. Mm. And the hot tip is, apparently, if D. <sighs> Trump is not successful this time around, he's going to straight back in four years' time, like he's going to try again. He's not going to bow out gracefully. Mm. Fair enough. Why doesn't that surprise me? <laughs> that does not surprise me at all. But um, to jump off that, because I, I don't mm. want to go US. To- Election stuff, my God. Well, you up. and I don't know anywhere near Not enough, enough no. We should probably make it more entertaining. Probably. Maybe yeah. we could do fake spoilers. Fake for spoilers the for the election. Fake election coverage. Wow. <laughs> Did, no, let's not do that. Donald I, Trump. I, I don't think any of our listeners need that. Donald Trump during the election undid his fly and went, <laughs> mine's bigger, okay? <laughs> 
<laughs> so grand final. I still things on yes. the grand final. I don't want to leave this alone. There's still important information from the grand final that needs to be addressed. And the AFL grand final, not the NRL grand final. AFL, yeah, because I didn't watch the other one. Fair enough. Um, so we. Oh, should we have said spoilers for the grand final in case someone had watched it and they were still recording it on their VHS? And <laughs> yeah, but that means they've waited a week before this comes out to not watch the grand final. It could have been. How can you avoid? It could have been it? A grand final anxiety, and they've stayed away from it for <laughs> a while. It's, <laughs> it's a common thing. I can't imagine anyone who has any care for knowing the result waiting eight days before they watch it and they listen to us first. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I've already said who won, haven't we? Yeah, no, we, it's too late. It's too late. Too late. Well, sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 Should have watched it. Yeah, oh well. Uh, but a couple of things that happened. Actually, two things that happened during the game or during the escapade of the game. Mm. And one thing that happened where I was watching the game. Oh, hello. Yeah, hello. Mm. So... Did you notice that we had a couple of people that jumped on the ground that weren't players? Yes. Yes. Not streakers, which is unfortunate. It was very, very weird. Was it, but that used to be in, in the 80s. That was a common occurrence. Before, there was like a 10 or 20 grand fine or something. Exactly. And a lifetime ban. Back then, all they did was take your tinnies off you. Exactly. So, mate, you can't have any more VB. And generally- You can go you, back to your seat, but you can't have any more to drink. It, you, you, it was okay for you to jump the fence as long as you weren't wearing any clothes. Like that was, people would go, oh, you're wearing clothes, get off. Oh, you're nude? Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Jiggle them about and go for a run, love. Yeah. <laughs> All the boys, you know, holding the, holding the tackle. Oh, off he goes. I tell you what, you wouldn't One want bounce, to get a tackle with your tackle out, bounce. though. That could end badly. It should. Mm. So, um, of course, we're watching the game, and next thing, the ball's kind of gone back up the other end a bit. Mm. And there's a couple of people, like, on the ground, and I initially thought... Fuck, has someone accidentally clashed and they've gone down mm. and the medicos are out and yes. now the ball's come back? Yep. And we work out, of course, no, that wasn't the case. Um, I don't know if you've researched or looked into this at all. Um, mm. It was a couple of comedians. Of course it was. They've got like a YouTube channel. Yes. Um, all the rest. They've got like, you know, 1.5 million followers or something. Like they're, right. they're not just. Johnny come later. They're not no ones, but they're obviously wanted to bring themselves up a little bit to be more known. They want to be the next chaser. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Well, well yeah, People why know. wouldn't you? Peanut. So, they've done this, and the whole idea was, I watched a YouTube video of them today. Yes. Because initially, the next day I was looking at it, and I saw a bit of an article that actually said that um, basically these um, streakers have jumped on, clothed. Yes. So they still call they, them a streaker. Are they still a streaker? Apparently, they still call them a streaker. Oh, because they're doing a streak, I suppose. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't have thought that. Pitch but, invader. Pitch invader, but it's not cricket. Ground invader. Ground invader. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Streaker. Streaker. <laughs> <laughs> the whole idea was um, that these guys have said, okay, it was a, it was a cheap PR stunt, basically, for that. Cheap? Well, not when they get the fine. Yes. But initially, you know, it's like that. Oh, it's an easy way for us to get famous. So it's Mind cheap, you. not as in dollars. Yes. Cheap as in not much effort. True. But how much is grand final tickets? Mind you, it was the COVID grand final, so. Yeah, I don't know. And, also, and I'm assuming probably the. The streaker fine mm. in Brisbane, I don't know what it is, is probably not as bad as what it might be on the I MCG. think a six-pack and a pack of Winnie Blues. It probably is. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, they could probably afford that. Yeah. So, um, the thing that I found really amusing, though, is that if you want to stop people doing this kind of thing, mm. you don't give them publicity. Well, exactly. That's that's the easiest way, because the only reason they're doing it is to gain publicity. Well, I think that's what they... Didn't they used to just not show them? Yeah. Like the camera would Basically. go elsewhere. And look, I think that would have been the case here too, but the problem is the ball went back to where they were. Ah. And then someone took a mark in the area, and then that stopped the game. Yes. Uh, obviously for safety reasons. Of course. Because they don't know that person might have had a... I don't know, a bow and arrow. Spork. <laughs> a spork, <laughs> my God. You can't take a spork <laughs> in your ground. No way. So bloody eye this out. was on it was on foxsports.com.au that I saw this uh, article. Hard inning journalism, if ever I've heard it. Definitely. But my whole thing is, they're kind of saying, you know, this is the wrong thing to do. They even called them morons. Oh, right. But then they tagged them in the article so people would go to their fucking Insta page. Oh, so they get the publicity. So, so they gave them exactly after. what they're after. For nothing. Just funny. So I watched this video today because I was curious. Because what the, in my opinion, if you wanted to do that, they should have just not named them. Exactly two, right. Two morons invaded the AFL grand final. Yep. Disrupted it. Um, play was shut down for three minutes, five minutes. Yep. 
the taken away by authorities and have been charged. Thank you. And that's it. Don't mention them. Don't give them any more than that. Yep. So I, I did a little bit of research on them today, only because someone else posted their video and said these guys are hilarious. Mm. Uh, they'd obviously known them from prior to doing this. Yes. So I jumped on and watched it, and the whole thing is that they were saying that one of their dreams, so one of the, one of the people in the duo, mm. one of their dreams was to kick a goal in a grand AFL grand final, Fair as enough. most people do. We've all Anyone that watches it. footy. We've all done it, lined up in the backyard. Of course you have. Between the lemon tree yeah, and the clothes The siren's on. gone. You're there. You're five <laughs> points down. Yep. You know, you want to kick the goal. 80, win the game. People. The crowd will roar. It'll be oh. insane. Your first grand final win since 1966. It's <laughs> all there. <laughs> exactly right. So uh, what they want to do was go out and kick a goal. So they worked it out where they had a ball each. Perfect. They were going to find the right time to jump over the fence when the ball was on the other end of the ground because they didn't want to disrupt play. Okay. Right. That was, that was the, this is what they were saying. Fair and this enough. is all filmed prior to them doing it. Yes. So they did like a lead up thing for the whole thing, all the steps to the big day. Whispery talk and this is what we're going to do. Yeah. They sort got, they got shirts that have got their names on it. Yes. You know, so that's all. They're white shirts with the bold names. Mm. They didn't get seen, obviously, because it wasn't on camera. Of course. Until people tagged them in an article. Mm. Um, but they did all that. So anyway, they've kind of gone along. They've picked their moment. Uh, the ball's gone down the other end. The first guy's got up. He's taken his Guernsey off to get the white shirt with their name underneath it. Yes. He's saying, jump the fence. The security guard's sent him going, and he's running towards the goals. There's no one anywhere near him. Yep. That's fine. The other guy, because he got obviously attention on him, he's then jumped in behind, missed the other security guy, gone out. They're both gone in, and I believe they both kicked the footy straight through the goals. Bang. They've done it. Goal. And, then, and then they've done the, yes, yeah. done and then they kind of- Get spear tackled. Um, <laughs> and, and then the security guy comes out, and the guy goes to kind of run away. Look, he wasn't trying very hard because- they weren't really trying to get away. Well, they knew so, that we, we've done what we wanted to do. Yep. All the rest. So we got tackled. The other guy also got tackled. But he said, when they did a little bit of video afterwards, they said, unfortunately, though, we didn't realise the ball came back. <laughs> oh, hit the fence and yeah. bounced back. And, and they, they actually said before, we don't want to fuck the game up for the fans because mm. people will hate us forever. Um, but it ended up going a little bit wrong. But look. I kind of get it. Like the video footage just saw with them kicking the goals. It was kind of it's kind of a little bit cool. Fair enough. You're paying the money for it. Yep. You know, you're going to get the big fine. Yes. Um, but the annoying part for me is if you're going to stop people being dicks. Mm. And I mean, these guys were probably a little bit more innocent than most. They did what they wanted to do and they just wanted to get out of the way and not interfere too much, just be a bit of a hero. Sure. Yep. But the next person that actually is a complete dick was he won't the one? Because they might get their name in the paper too and get a tag somewhere and become famous. And the next thing you know, you're the one who you know, tackles Dustin Martin Well, that's when the, he's not expecting it. That's the problem. Yeah, like my dream is not to kick a goal in the grand mm. final. It's to tackle Dustin Martin. Yep. Oh, okay, that's unfortunate because he's going to turn around and kick the living snot out of you. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And, and the thing is too, you can't actually tackle Dusty. No one can. People have tried. <laughs> People have tried. I mean, three-time Norm Smith medals. What are you going to do? The disappointing part for me mm. out of the whole thing is not the fact that they invaded the ground, not the fact that play was stopped for a bit, not the fact that they kicked a goal and I didn't. Mm. It's the fact that those security guards did not look fit whatsoever. None of them do. Like one of them's gone over the fence. The guy's seen him. He's already 10 metres in front of him before he's gone, oh, fuck, fuck, no one else is getting him. Now I've got to go. Run. <laughs> he's had to put down his pie. <laughs> his beer. His beer. <laughs> the old boundary rider. <laughs> so It is unfortunate. And wasn't one wearing a high-vis the same colour as... The umpires? Was no, there... no, they both had white, white shirts on. Right, I must yeah. have seen a glimpse of something It might have else. been uh, one of the ones that tackled or whatever yeah. else because they pretty much all went on to grab them and get them off. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, so there's Not that. that we condone that type of behaviour. Oh, no, not at all. What sporting event would you like to uh, pitch invade, mate? Oh, geez, that's a big one, isn't it? I know the one I'd like to invade. Like if Look, you, you accept the fact that you're going to get a fine... And there's nothing you can do to change that. But what's the one that you would like to do? Because I know what it is for me. If I was going to be an arsehole. Right? Oh, okay, yes. And if I was able to go back in history. <laughs> go back in history a little bit. Yes. Um, I believe that one of the big wins for Tiger Woods, mm. um, not as good a golfer as what you are. No. We've already clarified that a couple of episodes Obviously, ago. Obviously, yep. yeah. But, you know, he's not bad. He's okay. He gets around all right. Yeah. Um, he definitely got around. <laughs> anyway, back onto the golf. Mm. 
there was one where I believe he, he sunk this monster putt on the last hole, like four hundred meters, to to win the bloody. I don't <laughs> know. I'm not sure if it was a like a playoff they tied at the end or whatever. And it was a couple of holes in or whatever it was. Yep. But that was the one. Mm-hmm. If I was going to be a complete arsehole, I'd jump in my little time machine, and go back, be sitting Shh. there. And as the ball was getting close, just run out and kick it before it goes in the hole. <laughs> oh, no. That's just mean. Because you know the odds of him when it goes, because they'd have to replay that part. Obviously, they'd have to go back, I assume. Or would they give it to him? Well, but you wouldn't know. I mean, if I do it, say, a foot before the hole, you can't clarify that was going in. With today's technology, you could. It wasn't today's technology. True. It was a few years back. <laughs> fair, fair enough. No, fair enough. So, Good call. But there's that. Posthumously, they might have But there's the odds of him getting it in the second time, even though it is Tiger and can play a bit. A little bit. No, Joe May. Prob- but- <laughs> yeah, probably slim. So it was going to be an arsehole. And then you would have the, the posthumous, every time Tiger Woods played golf, remember when Troy Barnes <laughs> fucked that putt, and technology would catch up where they could go speed versus gradient versus whatever, and they'd tell you whether or not that putt was going to go. Yep. This is true. Um the disadvantage Tiger of Michael Woods is off the tour and he's <laughs> he's playing playing golf on the on the on the amateur circuit in Nevada for yeah. heroin. Yeah, they call him Happy Tiger now. Happy Tiger. Yeah. He's um he's teaching retired women in Florida how to putt <laughs> copping the occasional feel up. Going, yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> His life turns to shit because you make him miss a part. Poor old Tiger. But the disappointing part about it, from my point, though, if I went back, and I don't know how long, it was probably a decade or more ago. Well, hang on, just on that. If you're going to be a complete arsehole and you do do that, Mm. like if you do invent time, machine travel, and you do go back and you go, I'm going to fuck that putt up, don't kick it away. Don't kick it away. Don't kick it away. Just tread on it. Stomp on it <laughs> so it leaves a divot. So even if he gets to play the shot again- He can't take the same line. He can't take the same fucking line. Oh, that's harsh. Well, if you're going to be an asshole, you might as well in for a penny, <laughs> in for a pound. Like Stomper Barnes. Stomper Barnes. Well, that'd be Fairway neat. Freddy and Stomper Barnes. <laughs> so the disappointing part is though, and this is where it'll fall over. Mm. The whole idea of doing these things is not just to be an asshole, it's to gain fame. Yes. So the fame we'd want to gain is the fact we want people to listen to our podcast. Okay, yeah. You know, like so it'll be um South Road Boys podcast. Yeah. Yes. So that when it's on all the vision everywhere, all people see is South Road Boys. So even though it's got a negative action, people are still like is good publicity. Exactly right. Because this would be worldwide. And it would this be, is Tiger. And I think it's before podcasts. Probably was. And that's this is where the problem is. Mm. It'd have to be South Road Boys podcast. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> So by the time we start the fucking thing, yes. people have forgotten. Yeah, true. So, no, good point. So that's not going to work. Okay, that's not your thing. No. Um, there wouldn't be anything in particular, to be honest, that I'd want to really storm other than Area 51. <laughs> Area 51. <laughs> that's been done. If I was going to bound for glory, like we're talking, these guys did the whole Pitch invasion or field invasion. Streaking. Streaking because they wanted to kick a- streaking! Striker! Because they wanted to kick a goal in a grand final. Yep. And the likelihood of 99.99999% of the population is they're never going to do that. Mm -hmm. Very few exceptionally good players get to even play in a grand final, let alone kick a goal. Yep. So, I've never been the fastest runner, (laughs) if I'm honest. But I reckon after 42 kilometres, <laughs> if yep. I jumped out with 10 metres to go at the end of the marathon at the Olympics with about 20 metres head start, I could probably win <laughs> some sort of Olympic <laughs> marathon. And you're the bloke who breaks a tape moments before the winner of a guy who's just run 42 kilometres. He's knackered. He's not going to snot you one. <laughs> He still gets the win. Nothing changes for him. He's going to run up to you. He's going to be like, why? But you've just... Why, why would you fucking you do that? You asshole! I had it! Look at me! But the thing is, like, nothing's going to change for him. He's, he's still, still going to win. He's still going to win. Yep. He's still going to get the same time. He might even speed up a little bit going, oh, fuck, I didn't see that bloke. <laughs> My but peripherals the thing is, fucked. <laughs> for the rest of eternity... Every time they show 
that winning moment, there's you, arms up, <laughs> 10 metres ahead of some Kenyan who's going, You're, what the fuck's going on You're here? You're like an arsehole Bradbury. An arsehole Bradbury. <laughs> you haven't even waited for everyone to fall over. No, just- You've just jumped in front of them. <laughs> and how good would that be? See, that's not a bad thing. That's no, not, that's not. That's not stomping but on Tiger's balls. It's a dick move, but not an arsehole move. Yeah. Well, mm. but is theirs a dick move, do you reckon? <sighs> I don't think Look, mine it, is a dick move. It's, I, I haven't affected it's anything. A, yeah, true. Just gotten a couple of photos. You've just, you've just ruined a bit of a moment for someone. Oh, I've taken a bit of a shine off an Olympic it's like, athlete. It's like but... running in hmm. to one of your best mate's bedrooms when they're finally... <laughs> on their wedding they, night. On their wedding <laughs> night, yep. Prima and you run in just when he, and, he's, and he's about 30 seconds away from finally having that moment. Yeah. The orgasmic moment with his wife for the first time. And you run in and go, your dad's here. <laughs> I mean, dad. <laughs> and, when, and the thing is, you're not saying that to him. You're saying that to her. <laughs> and I can guarantee, down. unless you're a hell of a man, you're not finishing that 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, you could cut it short. <laughs> Unless you're that kind of family. Why not? It's like, oh, your dad's here. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Should have been here earlier. Yeah. You missed seven positions. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, well, that's, that's anyway, that's what I'd do. If I, was gonna, I don't mind that. That's the one. Yeah. I don't think that it's, well, there's no such thing as a victimless crime. But, <laughs> this is true. Um, but I think that, um, I don't think too many people would be overly upset. It wouldn't be a, a major country? catastrophe. No, a country, but it doesn't affect the result. Mm. That's the thing. You just take the shine away from it and you end up, you know. Yep. And the, and the Olympics, coverage. you want to probably do that in is maybe when they have it in something like, you know, Kakistan or something, <laughs> when the security probably isn't as high. You think any Olympics is not going to have high security? Oh, it's still going to be there, but. but well, yeah. see, so what, what people don't realise <laughs> is a vast majority of most Olympic staff are volunteers. So all I need to do... I wouldn't survive without volunteers. No. So all I need to do now is entrench myself into the marathon running set in Australia, right? Spend the next 15 years being a support person for Marathons Australia. Build up your respect within the industry. Exactly. Mm. Get a really trusted name. So I'm the guy who's, you know, fucking with the stopwatch at the end. Like, I'm the bloke. Wow, importance. Well, someone's got to do it. Yeah, impressive, I like it. Yeah, well, they're not going to give me the gun at the start. Like, oh, you, No, they've taken guns away now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just beep. <laughs> but you get that It's job. just an app on your phone. It's just an app on your phone. <laughs> but you get entrusted and you really ingrain yourself into them and then that's when you pick your moment. You go to some foreign nation as the <laughs> Australian representative because I always make sure that there's a multinational... Oh, it's got to be fair a multinational representation of officials yep. so that there's no bias towards one country mm-hmm. or another. And I don't think St. Rob de Costello have really had much. Oh, Steve Mungetti, he's a bit of a runner. Yeah, he did all right. He does all right. Yeah. I reckon that's my end. I only have to invest maybe 20, 30 years. And imagine everyone into be thinking, a sport Look, that I, I have no... Yeah, I can't understand. Like, he's, he's been doing this for 20 years. Why pick now? Why today? And then, so, then you bring out your autobiography. Exactly. In which you, you actually explain that this has been a point. For the last two decades of your exactly. life. For this one moment, for 10 metres. I bring out my manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> and if I could do some sort of um, Magic Mike style uniform that I rip it off and end up with a runner's uniform oh, underneath. that is spectacular. Imagine that. <laughs> Just like a Velcro yeah. uniform over the top. <laughs> yeah. Give it a bit of the old LMFAO. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Oh, that would actually be really good. Wouldn't it ever? Oh, yep. So start now. Start now. Yep. In 20 years' time. In my 60s. Remember this, roadies. In 20 <laughs> years' time, Joe is going to win the marathon. When you are looking at the, uh, what is it, the 2044 Olympics <laughs> <laughs> in, I don't know, Onslo? <laughs> no, it's probably a bit too far north. Barcelona. Yeah. Would they have it again, you reckon? Oh, of course they would. Fair Why enough. wouldn't you? Barcelona? Yeah. <laughs> That'll be me. Hasn't been in New Zealand yet. There's a reason New Zealand's for that. popular at the moment. Oh, isn't it ever, bro? <laughs> we don't have the runner. <laughs> so we have another grand final story. 
We do. This one came out the day after the grand final. Actually, I was made aware of it this morning. Oh, shit, son. Breaking news. Mr. Gash. Gash. Sent me this. Yes. Um, Mr. Gash. He's not a Tiger supporter, is he? No, he's Carlton. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Just gave him a moment yeah, of silence here. Yeah. <laughs> they, they needed it. <laughs> Could have had a minute silence and everyone would be like, what's going on? Is, nah, has moment. it stopped? What's the matter with the app? <laughs> the fuck's on my Spotify? It's just, there's no sound. There's no sound. <laughs> it's a moment silence, Gash. <laughs> so, Mr. Gash has sent me through um this Twitter video. It's oh. been put up on one of the big sport Twitter handle, bloody whatever. It's been at, tweeted. At sport. Be, be something, one of the big footy kind of yeah. media thingies. yeah. Um, in which it's a video. Uh, well, you know when the players win a grand final, they normally go up to where their supporter base is and the people around will be like patting them on the back and give them a hug and they're like, well done, guys, and yeah, fist bumps. and a, Quick wristy. Yeah, all the rest. Quick wristy, exactly. <laughs> you know, and the good thing is you can do that in Brisbane at the moment because they're not a COVID nation. Exactly. That's fine, you're allowed Social to do that. distancing. So, uh, Jaden Short, one of the Richmond players, mm-hmm. there's this video, and it's a pretty furry sort of a video. It's a bit of blue. You can't quite see it that clearly. Is it? Because it's one that's just... Um, uh, someone's actually, they've videoed, they've obviously gone back on their KO app or something or whatever else, yes. and they've watched the game again, and they've used their phone to video their TV of this little moment. So it's uh, not, yeah. and then they've uploaded that to Twitter. So the clarity is not perfect. Right. It's not 4K. Okay. It's, it's more like VHS. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so we're going to go back to there. And um, he goes up, and this guy, in a, a Richmond fan in the Guernsey's kind of leaned over, well, I made all the rest of it, mm. pulls out a little baggie. Hands it to him. The Richmond player kind of looks at it, has a bit of a conversation. Thanks very much, mate. Puts it in his sock and then keeps going around. No. And everyone's just like, this is going to be huge. Couple of pingers. This is going to be fucking huge. This is going to be bigger than Dusty's dad not getting back in the country. (laughs) This is massive. It's going to be big. Yeah. This is, was it Ben Cousins? (laughs) (laughs) It was one of his cousins. Yeah. Okay. Cousins, cousins. Cousins, cousins. Yeah. So. Even I looked at it and I sent a message back saying, wow, I wonder what it is. This is going to go nuts. Yeah. like Comes out later on. Yes. When everyone has gone, culture at Richmond, not good. What the fuck? What the fuck is going on? This is yep. going to basically be a, a nail in the coffin that is 220 AFL. Yeah, exactly. Because it hasn't been a good year. Yep. This is not the way to end it. Works out that uh, basically the guy actually handed him a watch. He's a watchmaker. He made a black and gold watch. And had given it to the player as a gift. Oh, that's what the story was. <laughs> <laughs> so, this big story that was going to break the internet. Yeah, that that was a celebratory drug. Just for, went, bum, 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 <laughs> I've made you a watch. <laughs> apparently so. So, and the, gave watch, it the watchmaker, the... Um, Daniel Haas. Yes. I don't actually, I haven't got the, the actual article, I've just got the details, but it was a gift. A special golden black watch from watchmaker Daniel Haas. That's what it was. Tell you what, though, in the video, it doesn't look like like a little baggy. And he's he's chucked it in the. Well, he's put. So there's the thing. He's put it in the sock. Well, you wouldn't have pockets in the shorts of AFL. No, but he could have shelved it. Use the old prison wallet. (laughs) He could have done that as well. (laughs) Like that's if he had have shelved it, then you would have known. Maybe it's a bit more than just a watch. Yep. So the third thing. Hmm. Mr. Gash. Yes. Now, I hope Mr. Gash. I should just call him Ash. Mr. No, Mr. Mr. Gash. He's, okay, goes way He's back. He's family. Come if on. you want to know about um, why it's Mr. Gash, it goes way back. To an episode, I think we called Mr. Gash. I think so, yeah. And um, so we had a pretty good day watching the final. We've got a, uh, a mate, Chris, who... Um, Chris is down at Meacham. Chris is one of the people that wants Merle, my mum, to come on the podcast. Excellent. So um, went to his place. Beautiful house. Big drop-down screen. Big yep. projector. He's got an eight-ball table. Nice couple of fridges for the beer. Plenty of room. Great spot for the final. Perfect. Beautiful house. And uh, But the house has a big, steep driveway. Oh, dear me. And uh, I turned up with someone, and I said to her, I said, this is a welcome into the most dangerous driveway on the planet. Right. So when you drive okay. up it, because we went and dropped the drinks off earlier, yes. brought the car back and then cab later on. Because okay. we thought if we can't get a cab, we need to walk, because mm. not that far. Don't want to be carrying heavy alcohol. Oh, you so did the smuggling. So as you go up the driveway, it's that steep. When you start getting towards the top, you don't know really when to stop, because by the time you start coming over the tip, you can't still see over the bonnet. <laughs> right, okay. And, <laughs> so it's and one of those. Are you talking you're going to need a Sherpa? Like, is it that sort of Everest style? Uh, 
No, but it's pretty steep. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and it's one of those. It's not asphalt. It's not concrete. It's one of those. You know the the ones that look really nice, like little like fake pebble things in it. You know, oh, like, lovely, yeah, yep. beautiful driveway. Perfect. Um, so towards the end of the night, probably about eleven thirty, um, we're downstairs, um, having a having a naughty cigarette As after the game. Yep. Don't smoke, kids. No. Uh, <laughs> Three or four of us down there. Mr. Gash was down there talking to us. Yes. And um, the cab for Mr. Gash and his wife had arrived to take him back to um, Soft Creek. Excellent. Or Preservation Bay. Soft Creek. Soft Creek. Mm. Um, and myself and the friend that I was there with, we were going to jump in the cab and get a lift on the way through. Great. Because it's hard to get cabs on grand final night. We thought if you guys are going that way, we might as well tag in and or we'll give get you a couple one of dollars as later. close as we can. Yeah. So that's fine. So... Um, Mr. Gash's wife is out there. She's got the esky, taking the esky down the driveway. Oh, and we jokingly said, we should put the esky there. She'll stand up with us. And we said, don't leave the esky there. It'll be down the driveway. Yep. Like, that's that kind of driveway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she's taking that down. And then for some reason, Ash has gone. I don't know whether he was going down to wait for the cab or whether he was going down to maybe help with the esky or yep. maybe he was going to get another drink out of the esky. I don't know. some reason. And we actually... We weren't stu- like stupidly drunk or anything. We were in that happy stage. Mm. No one was kind of running around being the drunk person. It was just, we're all a few drinks. We're all hyper. Giggly and Great cuddly. Game. Giggly, fun and cuddly. Exactly. Excellent. Ready for the loving. Perfect. Um, next thing, someone's gone. Ash has gone down. Oh, shit. And I've, I've kind of walked out of the driver, and there he is on his guts. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, Ash? And, so, and it's like, um, someone said, oh, he's not moving. He still hasn't got up yet, and he's, he's moving, but he's just not hes not real nimble. We got a black hook down. We got a black hook down. <laughs> so, and then he's kind of said, I've done my shoulder. Oh, he's done an ablet. So, <laughs> I thought, oh, I'll wander down and see what's going on. <laughs> Ash's lovely wife comes up. Like, you haven't done your shoulder. Get up. <laughs> Sympathy. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, no, I've done my shoulder. Um, I'm thinking, I mean, the guy plays soccer. So there's oh, a chance. Okay. Yeah, he's there's a chance it. that maybe he's faking it a bit. Yep. You know, we've had a few drinks. We've fallen down. It would have hurt. Sure. There's nothing soft about that. Okay. I've come off a mountain bike on rocks. I know that concrete hard things, not they're, good. They're not real soft. Fair enough. And we don't bounce as well as we used to. Not anymore. Yeah, and also, so I'm thinking benefit of the doubt. So he didn't want to get up. So I've come around behind him. I've stood behind him, and we've kind of <laughs> we've brought him up a little bit so he could actually get his back up and sit up a bit. Yes. But my legs were kind of supporting his back. Okay. Because he was facing down the driveway. Sure. So do that. And then, um, so then I feel, he's like, I've done my shoulder. So I felt his shoulders and on the right shoulder, I've just looked and here it is, big pop out the side. Oh. So he's not faking it. No. He's done it. So we got him inside. We did that. Uh, the shoulder's out. He's Dislocated. Got, both hands are got blood on them everywhere. Yes. He's got blood coming out of his leg. Excellent. He must have tapped his head a little bit. There's a bit of blood. He's done a good job. Gashes everywhere. Great. He's got gashes everywhere. Great effort. <laughs> Please um, tell me at this point you whipped out your phone to get a photo. No, I didn't get a photo. What sort of friend are you? Not a good one. No. <laughs> if you can't, if you can't take photos for when enough time has passed that we can laugh about it, so that we can look at it, then what are you doing? Look, I will admit. Um, that is a failure on my behalf. Fair enough. And I apologise graciously for that. All right. So, uh, Gash's wife is a nurse. Oh, how awesome is he? Uh, the lady of the house is a nurse. Perfect. Uh, apparently, though, and I didn't realise this, that um, you shouldn't put a shoulder back in yourself. Someone else should do it for you? Uh, not even that. Um, we called an ambulance. Oh, did you So now? we had to get an ambulance to the house oh, for Gash to go to the hospital. Grand final night. Yeah, so you can imagine that would be fun, going to the hospital to emergency on grand final night. Half cup. Especially when you're half cup and not the real drunk person. Yeah. Because there'd be a lot of drunky stuff going on. And lots of people with a yeah. lot and of look, other gashes. And it was, I actually messaged him the next morning because he went before we did. So then the cab turned up. <laughs> and we were the cab <laughs> he, by ourselves. So it was great. Great. So thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. That worked really, really well. She's had to go to work for the night. <laughs> So I messaged him the next morning, yes. as a good friend does. Perfect. And said, um, mate, how's the patient this morning? Hope you're feeling better. Unlucky way to finish the night, because it was. Mm. He wasn't doing anything silly. Yep. We weren't kicking a ball around and someone's falling over a fence. And he wasn't doing kennel. a howie. Wasn't doing a howie. No, <laughs> wasn't being a dick. He sends back. Uh, not good. This is at 10.30 the next morning. Right. Not good. Sleeping. Just got home. Oh, shit. Holding my leg and both hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoulder didn't get back into a two o'clock. Oh, that sounds painful. Two hours of a dislocated shoulder. Now, I haven't done a shoulder. Mm. It didn't feel good. 
No. <laughs> so, but I'm just going to show you the picture he sent me of the hand. Oh, stigmata. Yeah. That's it's rum fatty and, tissue. And it's got fatty tissue underneath. He's done a good job. Well done, Gash. That so, is a true Gash. So what I'm saying is basically... Um, Mr. Gash, mm. um, good job, mate. Well done, buddy. Well done. <laughs> South Road Boys, round of applause. Yeah, I love that. Um, unfortunately, though, you weren't drunk enough, you felt it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the lesson to be learned from this is we got to drink more on grand final day. Well, if he had have drunk more, he probably would have rolled, <laughs> tuck and rolled a bit more, been a bit floppier, wouldn't put his hands oh, out, no. maybe, you know, grazed his shoulder, but wouldn't have popped it out. <laughs> no, no, but just unlucky. He's obviously gone forward. As you would do, you put the hands out. Yes. Obviously, the hard surface and kind of that rocky thing, it's obviously hit and ripped it open. But he's obviously, and as I said afterwards, I said, mate, look, I'm impressed. Mm. Ablett did it better. (laughs) (laughs) It's the second best shoulder I've seen all day. Yeah, what a chance of two shoulders in one day. Exactly. So, At least they got to play in a grand final. (laughs) Mind you, at least Gash didn't lose a grand final. He didn't lose a grand final. And do his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, and he just did his shoulder. um, It was just unlucky. That is So, mate, on behalf of the South Road boys, we are thinking of you. We are with you. Always. Well, not literally. And I'm very glad it was you, not me. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dearie me. Now, we have uh, a bit of Celebrity Deadpool. Yeah, well, speaking of not near death, but actual death. Yeah, let's do that. We've got some. Celebrity Deadpool News. News. All righty. For those playing at home... We play a little game called Celebrity Deadpool. It's a favourite of mine, oh. mainly because I've seen this concept somewhere. I morphed it into something that works for us. Yes. And it's became the uncontrollable beast it is today. And I've bastardised it and try and work way around the rules <laughs> as best I possibly can to... Look, I'm not saying that it's an an unbeatable lead, but it pretty much is an unbeatable lead. You've done lead. it right. Fucking oath I have. I've got a yeah. quarter of my list is dead. Yeah. So we picked 20 names. Of celebrities under the, well, yeah, any celebrity who appears in the first page of Google. Pretty much. Um, we had a couple of little rules. You could only have one person over the age of 100. Yes. Um, Can't contribute to You the couldn't death. actively contribute to someone's death on your list. Yes. Because we know we get, and that was more from you and I. Yeah. Because we get competitive. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would happily have knocked a few people off to win and beat you. Yeah, fair enough. I would look yeah, at my list like, and go on. It's like picks invading in someone's house. Yeah. <laughs> And they do frown upon that a little bit more than just a regular pitch oh, invasion. Oh, I know. It's kind of annoying. But anyway, look. Rules so, But the uh, thing is, here now, yes. I'm really impressed that a porn star has died. I think that's so cool. We've finally got a porn star that's died on that Celebrity Deadpool. Uh, it's so good. I Isn't that awesome? What? I don't think we have. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's, it's, it's James Randy. Not that sort yeah. of Randy, mate. What? Not amorous Randy. Oh. Not, not... I think you're looking at the wrong website, mate. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, how about I cover this one? Because I don't think what you're looking at on Pornhub is really going to be the same James Randy. Jimmy Randy. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy Randy. Jimbo. Jimbo Randy. Ah, damn it. Sorry. What do you Uh, got? I have James Randy. born. Who is this guy? Randall James Hamilton Zwing. Z-W-I-N-G-E or Zwinge. I get why some people have a stage name now. You know why you wanted to be Randy, don't you? <laughs> uh, born don't we on all? the 7th of August, 1928, and passed away on October 20, 2020. Had a good innings. Fucking oath he did. Um, was a Canadian-American stage musician and scientific sceptic. So for those people who may have seen him, I think he did a lot of stuff with uh, Penn & Teller, with Bullshit. Um, and was one of the guys who basically said he was a stage musician. That's how I think he he became to prominence. Yep. But was very much one of those people who was like, I don't believe tarot card readings and mystics and people who can see auras and and all that kind of stuff. And they came out with he started to be a debunker, and I think he was the one who they sponsored the one million dollar paranormal challenge. Where if I actually like this. I think this is really cool. This is great. This is putting your money where your mouth is. Exactly. So for those people who don't know, and I didn't at the time, was um, basically uh, his foundation would pay $1 million US million to anyone who could demonstrate a supernatural or paranormal ability under agreed scientific uh, testing criteria. 
Yes. No one ever was able to claim the chocolates no. on that one. So I think that was the thing that sort of most people stumbled on. Now, the original iteration of it was you needed to be a registered sort of organisation. You couldn't just be, you know, dangerous Dave and I can speak <laughs> to the dead sort of thing because there was a lot of whack jobs who would have been quite happy to try and... Oh, of course they would be. ...use maybe magician-style tricks and trickery to do their paranormal investigations. Um, but, yeah, and so they then changed it. And I think after the, the competition ended or whatever, when they said, look, no one's come forward, I think someone's now still carrying it on and anyone can apply. But They've got stricter conditions Stricter now. conditions. You have to, before you go to the point of being able to have a chance to do it. You've got to qualify. You've got to go through and qualify. Yeah. yeah which, which makes sense. Otherwise, you're just going to have every fucking mm. Mystic Meg and a dog or cat trying to get this million dollars. Um, but I appreciate anyone who looks at anything and says, yeah, prove it. But like, the thing is, he, um, the guy apparently was so good mm. that some people thought he was the real deal. Mm. Well, there's one thing I was reading here, I was, and I've just found it again now. So As in trying magician to find it or... Yeah, so basically um, he was he was duplicating the Uri Geller stuff, so doing the spoon bending. The spoon bending, yes. Um, so there was someone who jumped up um, and basically said he was a fraud. Mm. And the and Randy. 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 Uh, yes, yes, indeed. I'm a trickster. I'm a cheat. I'm a charlatan. Charlatan. Oh, it is an eye. I look like an eye. Um, I'm thinking charlatan. That doesn't make any sense. Charlatan. Charlatan makes a lot of sense. Mm. That's what I do for a living. Everything I've done here was by trickery. And this professor that was in the crowd who was going, you're a fraud. Yes. I said, that's not what I mean. You're a fraud because you're pretending to do the things through trickery, but you're actually not. Oh, you're actually doing them. You're actually doing them. You're telling us you're doing it through a trick, (laughs) but in fact, the trick is you're doing it for realsies. Yeah. Of which there were some people that actually truly believed that he was actually a psychic. And he's like- Because he was so good at what he did. No, here is how I do the trick. Yeah, but was he? Well, was he? Yeah. (laughs) Well, <laughs> hiding in plain sight, but he did have two Guinness World Records. Did you read this? No, I didn't see that one. He was sealed in a casket underwater for one hour and 44 minutes, breaking the previous record of one hour and 33 minutes set by Mr. Harry Houdini. Of course it was. And Randy <laughs> was encased in a block of ice for 55 minutes. A block of ice? That's what the record So it wouldn't says. have actually been iced like... Baby. But it would have been a case of he's obviously in something and there's ice put around him. Not not like a it's not like, okay, I'm gonna get this mouse, I'm gonna put it in the freezer. And we're gonna and we're gonna put it in a bowl of water and when it comes out it'll be ice and we'll let it melt and when it melts the mouse will run away and go squeak. Yeah. Look, I assume he must have been in something. It doesn't tell me exactly and I haven't done any more research to find out what it was. But yeah, that was apparently what he did. Um did a lot of work with Penn and Teller and they're known for people who love their magic but if you try and put one through, they'll call bullshit. <laughs> so, but he used to trick them pretty well. Yeah, apparently absolutely. he was very good. I love the fact though that he was a known debunker. Yeah, that his career became more about debunking, or people knew him more about debunking. Yes, than actual magic and trickery. Now, do you think he would have been able to debunk the paranormal investigators that we met on our weekend away? <laughs> They weren't good. <laughs> they weren't. No. So if you've listened to previous episodes of the South Road Boys, our homage to James Randy was when Troy and I basically had people believing in real paranormal activity until we had to fess up and go, actually, maybe not. Yeah, it was us. We were the ones knocking on the door. <laughs> so Troy and I decided that... What a better way to spend Valentine's Day, not with the woman that you love, but with each other. Exactly. A bromance. The man you love. Exactly. And where else is better to express your manliness than the mental asylum for the criminally insane <laughs> in Ararat? It's any- a beautiful moment, beautiful weekend. It was lovely. Mm. You know, we took a drive up through the perfect storm, yep. which was really surreal. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was for real stormy. Yeah, it was yeah. bizarre. Um, and... Part of what we did is that we got a ghost tour, which if you've listened to the episode, the person taking the tour was very much into the the theatre of it all, mm. flashing the light left and right and occasionally using a spooky voice and all that kind of stuff. 
Anyway, yeah, at the, does, does the word cliche mean anything to you? <laughs> Mind you, I think you and I both agree. The sound that they managed to get that door in the downstairs cellar in pitch black was truly, truly eerie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, so there was a group up in, what was it, the library? Uh, yes, I think it was a library. Yeah. Yeah, so there was a building upstairs. adjacent to or a part of the Yeah, the we're, we're upstairs in the top level of the asylum. Yeah. Mm. And they um, they had RF detectors and lights and... And all that, and remember the guy who was there was a there was special paranormal investigators there with yeah. us, doing very paranormal Love a good paranormal investigator investigator, and they yeah. did use occasionally the word investigate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a speech impediment, and we're just making fun of it now, many years on. And he got there and said, "Look, you can go out and do your own investigations, see what you can find." To the point where he was getting a bit weird in the library. He got weird and creepy. He got like, like really creepy, because mm. he allegedly knew of a ghost that frequented the library, whose crimes may have been sexual in nature. Yes, towards people who are under the age of eighteen, and so he was really trying to delve into details, trying to antagonise this ghost. Yeah, which if if it was real. Probably not the smartest thing to do. I wouldn't imagine so. No. Like if the paranormal, like if you, someone was able to come back from the other side, do you want them to come back pissed off? No. No. Like, no. Be nice. Be, We're given the opportunity to come and explain yourself. Well, come and have a talk. you of everything. We don't yeah. care. You're dead no. now. Exactly. You've paid your pittance. Exactly. Pittance. <laughs> <There's> other... <laughs> Maybe just pittance that they've, once we resolve them of it. Maybe. Anyway, so Troy and I are outside and we're, we're ferreting around and... <laughs> Basically, we'd turned into 13-year-old schoolboys. Yeah, we got silly. On camp. Yeah. Basically. We actually, we're just a really good way. Where we just a couple of young little dicks running around just seeing what we could discover. Hooped up on Mountain Dew, <laughs> watching people take this far too seriously. And we climbed what appeared to be like a fire escape stairwell. Yeah, because we thought, you know, where does this go? Where does this lead? Because yeah, we could go anywhere. They said, you can go anywhere on this property. On the grounds, yep. Yep. And, and we, we thought, thought where's this go? Stairway to heaven. Yeah, so no one's been up here. No. We'll let's, go up there. Let's do that. Yeah. So up we go. Up, up, yep. up, up, up. And then we get to a door. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, open let's the door. Tr- you try and open the door. Mm. And we try. It didn't work. So we tried again. Yep. And rattle, rattle, rattle. Rattle, rattle, rattle. Oh, fuck it, it's locked. Fuck, it's locked. We're not going to get in there. No. So we went back down again. Yep. <laughs> It was fun while it lasted, though. It was great. We thought, we've discovered a room that no one else has discovered here. This exactly. could be the room that changes everything. Yes. And then... We went for a bit more of a walk and we walked around inside and we realised that, hang on, there's an inside upstairs. Yeah. And that could correlate to the outside upstairs that we'd just been on. Yep. That's the door. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that goes into the library. Yeah. And then the next morning. Yes. There was a conversation about how did we go yesterday? Yeah. How did we go last what night? What did we find? Yeah, did anyone find anything? And there was a bit of hogwash with the, the people that talked to the little boy downstairs that liked vegetables and stuff. We won't even get into that no. story again. Do you like this vegetables? This will be here for another hour. That was just ridiculous. Um, but someone said that they were trying to find this ghost or bring this ghost out. They were calling the him out. Calling him out. And then out of nowhere, there was a rattle at the door. Like a vicious rattle. <laughs> And they were like, you know, that was that was their moment where something happened. At about X time. Yep. And you and I are pretty much, I've kind of turned and looked at you. You're looking at me and we're both kind of going, shut up. Shut the fuck <laughs> don't up. Don't say anything. Nothing. But we're both going, <laughs> shut up. And then the paranormal <laughs> investigators really started to hone in on that. Yeah, that like was they the moment. Really, they milked the shit out of that yep. moment of, no, this is real. This is what happens. And yep. he must have been angry because we were taunting him exactly. and, and, and trying to get in. And, and I believe they said they did actually open the door and there was no one out there. No one out there. Because we are so just quick on our feet. We're already gone. <laughs> we're quite spelt as we're well. We're after the next adventure. Exactly. Joe was Joe was training for that marathon win <laughs> we in 2044. Like <laughs> 2044. <laughs> Um, and so it, it can't wait for those Olympics. It, it came mm. to the point where I think we both walked up to the person who was running the tour, not the paranormal investigator, mm. and went, "Look, <laughs> confession's good for the yeah. soul." And 
Can I just lay it out again? That we didn't do it on purpose. There was no nefarious saw, intent. Where's this door go? Can yep. I get in the door? Oh, bugger it. We'll go somewhere else. We'll go down. And mm. the time from when we tried the door to when we were no longer visible would have been probably 45 seconds to a minute. Oh, yeah. So obviously they've gone, shit, the fucking door's rattling. What's that? The special paranormal investigator has gone, ooh, it's Basham Barry or Rapey <laughs> Reg or whatever it happens to be. Rapey Reg. <laughs> and so they've gone, let's try the door. And that would have been a minute and a half, two minutes later. Yep. They've opened the door. Nothing. Ooh, no one's there but Absolutely the outside. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Incredible. So I think maybe that's the sort of thing that James Randi may have had a bit of a field day with. Maybe. So <laughs> um, by all accounts, an amazing magician um, and just an all-round I will admit, good I, time skeptic. His name didn't ring a bell to me at all. No. But it's funny when I've gone through and done a little bit of research, obviously leading up to tonight's episode, mm. um, his face was very familiar. Yes, and, and his, his magician face is very... You know, goo. Yeah, it just, I thought, wow, why have I never really known who this person is? But obviously I did know, mm. just didn't put all the pieces together. Are we going to take a deep dive onto the YouTubes of James Randi after this? Or oh, we, we could do that. Or are, we gonna <laughs> do a, or are you going to do a deep dive onto James Randi on Pornhub? Uh, <laughs> apparently a different Randi. Yeah, different Randi. <laughs> Randi by name, Randi by nature. <laughs> so that closes out uh, this week's episode of... Uh, Celebrity Deadpool News. Yeah, look, there's, I like that there's an, another death. They just keep on ticking. Yeah, there's been a few this year. Still, though, none that are COVID related. No, and I think James was only picked up by one person. Yeah, he was. And it was their first death. Yes, well, and she was very happy about it, too. <laughs> yeah. So, Catherine, well done. Good for you. You're well done, done. you. Another, another round of applause yeah. from the South Road boys. Perfect. Uh, we're so glad that you're part of Celebrity Deadpool. Yes. And we're so glad that you got a, a point. Unlike and we're so glad that you are happy about it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do you know I've got Just because I didn't pick all the oldies. And let's not go there again. <laughs> the rules exchange are next year, bitch. You was, watch. Well, that's what you think. But I'm also part of this podcast. <laughs> Shut Mind up. you, I'm going to have to pick at least five more people. Because five of mine have died. It depends. We might go back to the ground zero. We might start again and build up a whole new base. Oh, okay. Don't know. I haven't thought about that yet. Oh, this is going to be Anything. negotiated worse than the armistice treaty, this yeah. one. I mean, maybe it's one of those things where perhaps you have 20 people, but oh, maybe we have make, we make it so that every person starts mm. with a letter of the alphabet. So you've got someone from A, someone from B, someone from C. Ariana Grande, Ben Affleck. <laughs> 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 They're the first two you think of. Well, they were two from my old list. <laughs> <laughs> so now God knows what will happen next year. Mm. Um, anything is possible. But at the moment, look, I do accept that you are leading. Well done, sir. Thank you very much. Um, and if you win, you will win within the rules. Just. Mm. But if someone else wants to find some death, <laughs> find come, some up and, de- come up and beat this bitch <laughs> down, I welcome you with open Once arms. Once again, though, it cannot be your own list. It no. must be another roadies. Yep. And they may not, they're not allowed to know about it. No, help out. If you want to give Assist another roadie, the roadie. <laughs> assisted death. The worst thing is, though, the other roadies don't know what the other roadies' lists are. So they're well, just the, going to look at the big list. Yes. And they're just going to pick some names out. And I'll tell you what, if they're going to knock someone off and that person's on your list, I'm going to be so pissed no, off. No, because they can listen to the episode where I read out my oh, list. They can too, because we let our lists go public. Yes. Yeah, so the roadies know mm. what my list is. Good. So don't pick any of those. Go back, listen to it, roadies. Knock anyone else off. The other out 400, of the 400 names. <laughs> <laughs> There's 380 that you can have at. Yep. Go kill them. Oh, unless, of course, they're on your list. So there's 360 names. Hammer and tongs. <laughs> so basically, it's going to be killing. like um, it's like the Purge movie series. Yeah. This one will be just called The Purge Celebrity Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, no, we'll, look, we'll wait and see. Something to look forward to. Something to look forward to in the future. <laughs> exactly. As well as a marathon in 2044. Mm. Now, the one thing that we probably have been remiss on, Ooh. it's the last week in October. Oh, we haven't thought to do a Halloween this year, have we? No. No, all Hallowed's Eve. It's kind of just sort of missed us. Yeah, it's cost the year's gone weird. 
It really has gone a bit batshit weird. Like, even I can't believe it's Christmas in a couple months. Like, how did that happen? Like, by the time people listen to this, Christmas is, what, seven weeks away? I can't believe Tasmania's opened their borders. Yeah, I know. How good's that? <laughs> Bring in the Rona. <laughs> uh, I guarantee you, we get one case, that drawbridge goes back up and everyone can fuck off. Yeah, oh, they'll, they'll clamber down pretty quick if it happens yeah, again. Someone will be shot. It. And we, we will have to get another case. We're going to. It's, it's going to happen. But mm. I am glad that we've made the decision now to open up because we can't just close off forever. No. There has to be a point where we change how we are a little bit. The economy can't cope yep. with it. Um, still can't stand up in a pub having a beer, though. Still no. got to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell you this. On the weekend, I went away with the family. Oh. Very quick story. Right. Went to the Great Lake region. Nice. Went to a place called Interlaken. Not okay. out of Laken, Interlaken. Yep. Stayed at a place that is right on Lake Sorrel, which is bloody big, if I'm honest. Yep. Like, not quite as big as the Great Lake, but... Fucking big, which is now closed down because of carp. But we were down there, and the boy says, Dad, I wouldn't mind a fish. Oh, no. Now, the Great Lakes in Tasmania are known worldwide for trout fishing. Oh, yes. Like Where we- some of the, the biggest sport and movie stars coming from around the world to fish in the central islands of Tasmania. Allegedly, the place that we stayed was an old fishing lodge. Okay. That allegedly... Can't find any proof of it, but yep. allegedly Charlie Chapman even visited, as well as a Duke and Chaplin, maybe Chaplin. Yep. What did I say, Chapman? Chapman. Yeah, Tracy's brother. Yeah, <laughs> he he's drove been, a fast he's car. Been he too. <laughs> he, he, he drove a slower car. He drove a, yeah. a slight, still pretty quick. Yeah, but like but wasn't you, wasn't fast and furious, but it was. It's anyway. me to get some words wrong. I'm Thank glad you. you keyed into that one. Um, Anyway, and some sort of Duke and Duchess of, I don't know, Tanzania or somewhere. And the boy says, Dad, can we go fishing? And I've gone, of course we can, mate. Now, we took one rod, because uh, I don't have a freshwater fishing license. Okay. Uh, and my son is under 14, so he doesn't require one in Tasmania. Right. So we threw the line in, in Lake Sorrel. Yep. One of the premier fishing Spots. Oh, man, it would have been amazing. In the country. Would have been amazing. I can just imagine the elation Apparently, when you caught that fish. All you need to do is basically look at it and there'll be fish jumping at yeah, you. Yeah, fantastic. So tell me more. Tell, we me, tell me what the fish was like. We weren't successful our first go out. Right. So we decided to go for a bit of a walk. Mm-hmm. Now, Lake Sorrel joins another lake via a weir and a little yep. rivulet. We saw a shit ton of eels. They're nice. In a fucking in like there's a grate that they can shut the rivulet off. Yeah. Um and in that grate the, obviously the fucking heaps and heaps of they just eels love it. just trapped. And my son said, Dad, can we grab one of those? And I've gone, <laughs> No, boy. No, we just cannot. But for those playing at home, there you go, Troy. That's all the fucking eels. Jesus Christ, Joe Mather. Yeah, there is a few there. Anyway. Yeah, you're not kidding. So later on wow. the day. My, my daughter says to me, Ugly Dad, fucking things, aren't they? they? You like snakes with tails. Mm. Anyway, my daughter said to me, Dad, can we go out on a kayak onto the river, onto the lake? And I've gone, of course, Ken. I haven't been on a kayak or canoe in oh, three decades. Oh, I haven't been on for either. But that's going to, that's yeah. it's always going to end well. It's just like riding a bike. <laughs> One would imagine, <laughs> except on water and no wheels. Yep. So I put the daughter in first, got her seated, and then. Managed to get in. We didn't tip. So that was great. We paddled around with her. Came back in, picked up the boy, went out. Boy brought his fishing rod. God. So there I am with my son in the most pristine part of this country, one of the premier fishing spots on the fucking planet. On the land. With my son. Yep. On a boat. Fantastic. And he throws the line in. Memories. And he winds it in. Memories. And all of a sudden, nothing. <laughs> you still haven't caught a fish. No. Not even a nibble. Oh, wow. We couldn't even catch a carp. You know what? Considering that my my bike riding escapades when I fell off. Yes. And your fishing escapades where you don't catch anything. Yes. Maybe we should start up a new podcast called Pedals and Paddles. Pedals and Paddles. <laughs> the joys of riding and fishing. Or falling off and not, and not catching in either. <laughs> <laughs> Falling off and not catching anything. <laughs> Fuck me. And you know what? One day, Jay. He was as happy as a clam. Like, he was just like this. 
He looked at me and goes, I love you, Dad. This is awesome. Fishing is about the experience, not catching the fish. But Says everyone a, that's never caught a fish. Exactly. <laughs> but we were on this little kayak. There was, you know, a three-seater in the middle of it, and there was no one else around, just him and I. Yep. And I just, oh, stick a fork in me, I was done. You just wait and see. Like, he's going to have these wonderful memories. Yeah. I mean, this, is, not this catching is a great fish. father moment. Yeah. But then he's going to go out with someone else. They want to come fishing. Yeah, sure, we'll go fishing. And they're suddenly going to bring this singing out of the water. But like, what the, what fuck, the fuck, fuck is that? <laughs> We've never done that before. <laughs> I didn't know they came out of the water. <laughs> oh, one no. day, Jakey. One, one day, day Jake. We go, I promise you. You'll go with, I don't know. When you finally catch a fish, and it will happen. Oh, bloody The whole episode is going to be about fucking, this fucking fish. <laughs> we're going to... But the Bring thing, the fish to me. I exactly. want to see it. <laughs> we're going to have it. Fish get star. We're going to have to get it maybe mounted and stuffed, and it might be. <laughs> do, 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 do. It's one of those singing fish yep. that every time you walk past sings, Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> Something from the 90s. Yeah, Bobby McFerrin style. Jesus. Anyway, on me not catching a fish. Nice end note. Yeah, I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. 